everybody. Welcome back to the Argle Bargle Pod. I am Tyler. And I'm Mike. And you may notice some lag this week because I have moved again. On the lamb from the law. <laughs> what crime did you commit this time, Tyler? Uh, I think it was robbing a bank. That seems to be the best one, right? No. No one gets hurt when you rob a bank. Okay, that's an interesting thing. To do. So that's the best <laughs> crime. Out of all the crimes, <laughs> robbing a bank is best crime. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if I was poor on the, on the streets and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a crime because I feel like that is a best case scenario crime. Because either way, you're either going to jail or you're getting away with a lot of money. Okay, so yeah, that's that like quote, isn't it? Like, it's not your money we're robbing; it's insured. It's like the it's the bank's money; it's the insurance people's money. Nobody's actually losing money. We're it's magic money from the insurance company that doesn't really exist. Exactly. That's not the direct quote, I don't think. But what what movie is that? The, the bank robbing one. I don't know. Probably like Point Break or something. Oh, that's probably what it is. You know what? Because I haven't seen yeah. it. No. No. Oh, you haven't. You haven't seen Keanu. She was gone there. Oh, that. That's so that's funny. the one where he gets on his back after somebody like climbs over the fence and he shoots his air. His yeah. In the air. Okay. Because the thing <laughs> is, yeah, I've only sure. seen references to Point Break. <laughs> I've seen it where they talk about it in Hot Fuzz. I've seen it where Iron Man calls Thor point break or whatever, and I didn't get it at all. I had, I truly didn't understand what was happening, and I just like, Haha, I'm following. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Story of my life, pretending to follow along, fit in. <laughs> uh, that's good. I love it. Well, I guess that that was like a, a decent intro because this episode we are going to talk about some moral dilemmas. Yes. So I so I, I think did uh, just search it. It's you know you know what I'm sorry I always talk over you. That's probably not very moral of me. So why don't you why don't you keep going? What what what's your plan? Uh no, it's all good. I uh, yeah, I just have a few little ones here. I mean. I figure you might have some more because you're you're pretty good with the prepping. So, but I got a couple. I have three. So I guess three is more than two. But I also have a bunch <laughs> of green text that I've tagged moral issue or something like that. Oh, perfect. I'd love right. to hear your thoughts on what some anons have done. So uh, I just searched it up because I should know this and I didn't or at least it was gone from my memory bank but the do you know what the difference between ethics and morals is uh no okay so ethics so a lot of times people use it basically interchangeably um right i probably do that but they do have specific meanings so the definition i've found is that an ethic can refer to the rules that uh, a society or social system uh, puts in place basically like laws or like conventions like you know like what do they call that like a, a social contract i guess um whereas a moral is your own principle like think rules that you're choosing to live by like th- like 
the okay. the guidelines you set for yourself. Um, yeah, like so, like eth- like ethics would refer to like a, a journalist has like journalistic ethics where you know they need to follow certain rules to like maintain the integrity of their work. Whereas morals is like you could be following those rules, but you don't want to like I don't know deliver a certain kind of story because you disagree with like the message or what that would do like the greater implications of what that would do like you you did right, every, all yeah. the, you followed all the rules to write the story but you don't want to publish it because maybe you're looking making somebody look good who you think is a piece of shit and whatever yeah i got it that's good so you want a green text with a moral yeah let's start let's start with a green text this one's a bit of a, a doozy <laughs> so it's a story somebody posted to fit that they defined as like a mire like you know getting mired um yeah, okay have a close group of friends all male we met in high school fast forward a decade or so still close still the same friends except a tomboy uh, a bisexual girl who one of my mates in college uh, his, uh, one and only, actually, she's not into him, kind of sad. Uh, they keep, one-itis is what keeps coming up. I see the green text all the time. I think it's when <laughs> you have set your heart on a girl, but, like, you you're, you can't do anything about it. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So, still close, still with the same friends, except tomboy, a bisexual, who one of my mates in college, his one-itis, actually, she's not into him. It's kind of sad. She also kind of joined the group. She's actually pretty cool, active, funny, typically one of the type of guys uh, kind of girls. Pretty cute as well. Been yearly going on holidays with all of them. All the guys were late bloomers. This year, though, I'm the last one that still hasn't gotten any. Kissed once, no girlfriend ever. We got a three-bedroom house to share this last summer. One bedroom for two of my mates and one for another mate and his girlfriend. And the last one I got to share with the tomboy. She's also got a girlfriend, by the way. From the jump, I got weird vibes from all of them. Me and the tomboy were never that close, so it's weird they all decided we should room together. Uh, All throughout the holidays, I get mixed signals from her. All of my mates have dad bods or are skinny fat, and I'm a shredded otter mode calisthenics dude. Uh, (laughs) She fucking eye fucks me every time we go to the beach and I take my shirt off. Literally bites her lower lip when watching uh, when she accompanied me to the showers to wash off once. Uh, my mates imply through jokes that I should just get it over with and split her in half. <laughs> oh she doesn't God. object to these jokes. And she tries to get me drunk each night. By the end of the trip, I stand firm and just remain friendly with her. Can't get over the fact that she's taken. Uh, during the trip home, she's visibly depressed. <laughs> My mates act awkward around me, probably feeling sorry that I'm the last one to remain a virgin. Man, I don't know. I'm probably going to regret this later. Kind of already am a little bit. I just don't feel right messing up her relationship with her girlfriend just to get my first nut off. Also, my mate who was met her in college, he's got a girlfriend now too, by the way, is still clearly in love with her. Uh, Kind of ruined the whole vibe of the trip, to be honest. I'm not really sure it's my fault, though. Help me out. (laughs) okay so i mean i have to side with this guy i think he did the right thing 
I think he did the right thing, which is weird because it's one of those things where it doesn't seem like a decision, but indecision is a decision itself or choosing not yeah. to decide. By He basically just deer in headlights and the headlights in this case are erect <laughs> nipples. And he just like didn't react. And the thing is, I probably would have done the same, but I'm also incredibly yeah. shy and apparently I need to be telegraphed a like using an actual morse code and everything like telegraphed <laughs> signals because i am so fucking obtuse about these things oh um, me too me yeah too. no you ever have those moments later where you're like oh fuck i think she was she like was trying to take me home or whatever and i just missed on that like i've had a couple of those <laughs> things where like i realized later i absolutely blew off the chance to have sex because i didn't interpret it as that at the time at all yeah because uh, i'm always like surely not me surely <laughs> oh who could be attracted but right yeah i'm the same way yeah uh, this guy, and i get like if she has a girlfriend um i feel bad like you obviously don't because it looks real bad if you're like, hey, you want to do it? It's like, I have a girlfriend. Fuck off, creep. I can't believe I have to share yeah, this like, room with you. Fuck you. Like, yeah, I don't want to. if you read it wrong? Yes. That's the thing, isn't it? I would be terrified to end up in that situation. I feel so bad. And mm -hmm. like the whole thing, it's like it, my, my mate's still hung up on her. If your mate has a girlfriend, who fucking cares? Although I'm not sure I understand this, like if his friend had a girlfriend at the time of the trip. I feel though, right. like, because you don't want to be creepy, but I think if a girl's literally biting her lip at you and like accompanies you to the shower, I feel like there's probably more happening there. And I feel like <laughs> at some point people might freak out, but I think you should be allowed to ask questions. It's like, am I picking up on something here? Is probably the, yeah. the most tame way to phrase that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think if he maybe asked that, then, you know, we could figure out. But because he went all deer in headlights, as you, as you said, um, we're not really sure what she was thinking. <laughs> so he, let's say that, that he does ask that. And then she's like, yes, I am into you. Are you okay with like facilitating cheating in that case? Definitely not. No. So you're not okay with being the other guy. No. Or in this case, the only guy, I guess. <laughs> but uh, like, I've been that. I, I found out that people cheated with their partner with me, which was really? a weird experience. Oh, shit. Because I'm, I'm not a good person. And I'm sorry if I've given the impression that I am. Because I'm not. And I, I, I haven't always been. I try. I try to be conscientious and stuff, but uh, not oh, always. Yeah. I mean, we all make mistakes, though. Uh, in university, I was really trying to get with a girl, and I I telegraphed that. I straight up told her, like, I'm interested <laughs> in, in what, what about this? Well, how about we get this going? And she didn't want that. She would prefer to be friends, and she had a long-distance boyfriend, as it turned out. And I was like, all right, okay. fine. Um, but yeah, you know, fair. like a, like a reasonable person that's like, fine, I guess. Um, you know, I huffed and puffed <laughs> and I made a big scene. Um, but like, and then later on, 
uh she was like no let's do it or whatever and i was like okay hell yeah and like uh so after we had kind of gotten together i was like yeah so did they take it rough when you broke up with them i was like i didn't break up with them we're like what you what (laughs) so i felt pretty bad about that did i stop nope (laughs) Uh, i'm not in that relationship now um to be clear but uh that was uh i felt pretty conflicted about that yeah i can see that yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) i don't think i could ever be the other guy maybe you have been and just nobody's told you uh i don't think (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure i haven't (laughs) i don't know you can't know everything though you know that is true can you be so sure yeah i mean i guess it's one of those like schrodinger cat things right like you know, I don't know, so I can't be upset about it. Yeah. You know what? This sounds... I'm going well, to give you a string of sentences that sounds completely made up, but I promise it's true. Uh, <laughs> when I went to New York, I went to a off-Broadway play that starred Chris Rock called The Motherfucker with the Hat. And it was all about, <laughs> like a kind of friend group where it turns out basically everybody's cheating on everybody and it's about the ethics of cheating and basically like people were okay with it when they didn't know about it and like they're they're kind of talking about like if, if nobody knows then nobody gets hurt and uh like you know so they don't feel bad about it because like at the end of the day there there are even is there's a greater increase in happiness because like it's it's one of those people that like justifies the cheating like it's not like I don't like the other relationship and I want to pursue like more than one relationship but kind of thing but I don't want the other person the other person wouldn't be okay with it so I don't tell them so like overall right. there's greater happiness because nobody's aware of the issue but I think that's bullshit and bad because <laughs> lying's not great yeah I mean wouldn't you have like a wouldn't you have like a moral conscious situation where it's like I, well I did this but now they don't know. Like, wouldn't that come up? <laughs> the, I, I know wouldn't there's your people... kick in at some point? <laughs> yeah, but the argument I've heard, and I'm not, I'm not saying I agree with it, but the argument I've heard is, like, it's only going to hurt them to tell them or, like, break up what is right now, like, a good relationship. But the thing is, it's predicated on a lie. So, like, what matters to you? Do, does the outcome matter or does the principle matter along the way? Like, do the ends justify the means if we want to get reductive? I guess, yeah. I guess that that yeah. <laughs> I I guess those are I the two options, isn't it? <laughs> I don't agree with that. I value the truth over almost everything. So yeah, same. Yeah, I'm very a very truthful person. Yeah, the truthiness of the truth matter. should always come first. No, the no, your partner should always come first, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you just don't. Don't do shady shit and you'll be fine. That's funny, but that is something I live by because like if you don't lie, you don't have to keep lies straight in your head. You don't have like Yeah. If it sounds stupid, but if you always if you always are trying to do the right thing, then you don't ever have to really feel bad about it. Like Exactly. It's, exactly. it's easier to live by. The hard thing is knowing what the best thing is at the time, but at the same time you can only do your best. That's all anyone ever yeah. expects. Exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. I like it. That, that was a good can, that was a good starting green text. We're really off to the races here. You can tell if it's the right thing if it really sounds like a pain in the ass to do. <laughs> That's typically my yeah. barometer. Is what is yeah. more of a hassle for me is probably what the right, right thing to do is. <laughs> uh that's that's fairly accurate yeah <clears throat> all right so do you have any more you said you had what three three different scenarios yeah i got a couple in my notes and then i got a couple green texts one of the other situations is another green text i found i thought it was a delicious moral mystery <laughs> it is right, not a mystery <laughs> I found this, and I was going to use this just as an argument, but the green text itself is pretty good. So okay. here's our another moral quandary. Be mean. 23-year-old, 8 out of 10 male. Not rich. Incapable of relationships and constantly changing women. Live in Germany, but have American citizenship. Playing World of Warcraft for the last 16 years, and I still enjoy it. I have a boring 9-to-5 job, and I don't earn much. I will soon start a new job that makes me more happy and is better paid. One year ago, I discover a woman on Instagram, and she's a playmate and a little older than me. I tried my luck and texted her, and a few days later, we met in a strip club, and she paid for everything. Then we went to a hotel together, and I had the time of my life. Thank you. That was very tasteful as far as green texts go. Uh, the next day, I drove her to a photo shoot, and she never texted me back after. Now, one year later, she's texted me. She needs a green card. She wants to marry me and pay me $30,000. And for the following years, she wants to support me. She wants to meet me in a hotel in a few days, and I think she wants to convince me to help her with her body and her money. I do not know what to do. With $30,000, I could buy a lot of World of Warcraft tokens. So, Tyler, let's assume, like we do for many arguments' sakes, where you're not in a committed relationship. Would you agree to get married for a green card? Um, okay. If I was not in a committed relationship, and I would, you know, couldn't hold down relationship didn't really care that much then yeah probably i'm surprised i thought you were gonna pass because i i'd say not i i thought the tyler in my mind went no that's too tangly (laughs) well i mean i'm putting myself in his shoes right now if i was in my shoes then probably not (laughs) no because you're really good with women but yeah exactly I think for me, it really depends on how long this business transaction lasts. That is true. Because, I mean, what if you... Because guaranteed, as soon as you marry this person, you're going to find the love of your life. I, I, That's true. That's a good point. And it's a setup for a funny romantic comedy in which yeah. we learn it's not all about money or whatever. Um, right. But it's also like... She's going to convince me with her money and her body. I feel like both of those are going to dry up pretty quickly after you actually get married. Like, I yeah. feel like... I, I don't think they do prenups for that kind of business transaction. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know actually. Probably not. But, but I mean I guess I guess the thing is like you're getting married for a green card, but I mean I guess you're still free to kinda date as you will. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's it's not necessarily a an actual marriage. Cause I'm thinking like it is legally it is, but <laughs> Yeah, like they go to the courthouse or whatever. Uh, I don't know if they bang gavels for that, but they do in my in my fantasy. And then this Instagram model, again, this is an Instagram model that wants to pay you to have sex with her and get married. Fake. Yeah, it's a wild this, situation. So this is fake. But like, I'm sure like the honeymoon judge, judge bangs the gavel. She takes him back to their favorite hotel and bangs his brains out. And then while, like, she's having a cigarette, she turns to him and is like, also, never again, you dumb fuck. See you never. And then, like, <laughs> just peels out in a, in a Corvette and just leaves him in the dust. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess, see, it is kind of a, a very difficult situation, isn't it? Because you want to you wanna do the right thing, but this this person may be a real asshole after you get married. I wonder, like, they don't get into it, but what do they need the green card for? What if you find out, like, they move drugs? Yeah, exactly. I feel like I would need to ask more questions. They work for multi-level marketing drug dealer. And <laughs> who started a franchise in Berlin. But, like, it's probably just so, like, they can fly to America because... There's probably more opportunity yeah. for Instagram modeling in America, I guess. I don't know. You know, you know what? I think I'm going to have to read. Re, I think I'm going to have to change my answer. Okay. So now I've to talked to you out back. of it. Yeah. I don't think I'd do it. Yeah. I don't think lot. it was you. I think, I think just thinking about it, I was like, you know what? I just, I think if you're already, if you can get girls already and you're just happy with that, then don't tie yourself down with this one that maybe a crazy person <laughs> it like yeah i'm wondering what's wrong with op where like he can't keep a relationship which i know is very judgmental of me incapable <laughs> of relationships is how he phrased it yeah so maybe he just doesn't want one maybe he just wants to you know bounce around and i mean that's fine but i mean it's like one of those memes it's like he literally just nut in me and now he's back raiding like <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah no it's not i think i think i would if i knew the the terms of the contract like if it was like if you're married for five years it's fine like at that point they have their own green card whatever i see that but at the same time like you said i would probably be so like i would be in the place to find the love of my life at that point i'd be like it's complicated I will date you. Yeah, exactly. I do have a wife, though. Yeah, yeah, because you'd have to explain the whole situation. It's like, will they be okay with that? Will they not be okay with that? This is good for a, a romantic comedy because it's like you take yeah. home, like you know, you know, an average woman, like you know, a perfectly reasonable, attractive human being, and then they see that you're fucking an Instagram model or have been recently. <laughs> And you're married to them, and they're rich. Rich enough to throw around $30,000 like it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why are you... Is this a joke? Are you going to hunt me? Is this one of those rich people horror movie things? (laughs) Like, 
this isn't real. Why are you doing this to me? I'm oh, out. That's funny. Are you gonna hunt me? Well, yeah, you, you've seen those rich pre- people horror movies, right? That turn into the most dangerous oh, games. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's really funny. I I think I would if I knew the terms. If I if it was like five years or whatever. Yeah, I think yeah, there would definitely have to be some some uh, rules in place. We'll say. I do love it how he frames it around how this would help him with his World of Warcraft addiction. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Uh, you got any? I do have one here. All right, I'll read it out. <clears throat> All right, so you were in charge of the petty cash at the office. However, a co-worker was, was responsible for making a weekly trip to the bank to make the business deposits and obtain petty cash for the following week. In a conversation with your mutual supervisor, you were asked if the increase in petty cash amount was enough. You, however, have not seen any additional money, and you realize that your co-worker has been pocketing the additional money. What do you do? I, I heard this so recently. I I really? I literally heard this just like a week ago or so. That's so funny. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was another, like an actual scenario of this situation. No, the, like no, like the the washed like the watered down like explanation. Like you, like it's just like no deta- identifying details. It's just like this situation. I've heard this very recently. I was on another like moral thing. Um, okay. No. It, um. So when when is it that I find out that there's been a mistake or whatever? Like when I uh, when I realize like who am I with when I make this realization? You're with the boss, basically. With the boss. Say okay, yeah. You say you're like an underling. Yeah. And this other person is an underling, and you are right now talking to the CEO of the company, and he's like, "Oh, hey, how's how's that additional petty cash treating you?" I think um, the way I am, it's not even a moral thing at this point. It is, I would say, <laughs> I don't think that's right. Because from what I understand, like, they, they're taking only this much as to immediately try to figure it out. I, I would yeah. put everything on the table <laughs> It wouldn't even, yeah, it wouldn't be a moral thing. It would be a confused, what are you talking about thing. <laughs> that's that's the way I am. Yeah, like, I don't operate like that. I, I'm not, like, yeah. I just, like. I, I think I'd be the same. I I think they would pick up on my face facial expressions that like what the hell are you talking about? Uh yeah, you mean two hundred dollars or whatever. Or they said like how's the extra two hundred dollars? And you like you mean one hundred, right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. uh no, definitely not. Where's my money? Uh, ask Greg. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's Greg. I'm, I'm not. I'm not putting that away. Just ask Greg. <laughs> no, I would immediately sell out hypothetical person mostly because i would be operating on like wait i thought it was this much yeah like exactly. i don't think i have the All presence right. of mind to like no i'm gonna keep this lie going and ask greg on the side and give him a chance to give himself up and then go back to the boss where i'm gonna like i'll yeah. use this and i'll blackmail greg like no i don't have that in me <laughs> i i'm too blunt and because I can't keep anything in my head anyway, so I have to deal with problems 
put everything on the table immediately, all the time. That's the only way to deal with my problems, because I don't have enough fucking memory space to remember any anything more intricate than that. Yeah, that's fair. Oh. All right, let's switch it up a little bit, okay? Okay. All right, say, say Greg and his best friend are working at this place. Yeah. And the petty cash they get now is, it's, it's fine, it's good enough. And Greg's like, hey, I'm going to ask for additional petty cash. And you get it? Or, okay, and then, so he doesn't come back to you, he doesn't say anything. But you keep you continue to get the same amount of petty cash. And then your CEO asks you how the extra petty cash is treating you. What do you do then? I The same thing. <laughs> the exact same thing. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Greg said he went and got more, did he not? And like, yeah, he, wait. So I, Greg I, told you. Yeah, no, I, that's what I say to the boss. I was like, wait, Greg said this. Ah, there's a mistake here. We got to figure this out. Let's put on our thinking cap, boss, and march over to Greg and confront him. Uh, so best friend Greg is getting thrown under the bus. Wait, he's your best friend? <laughs> yeah. Well, his name's Tyler. <laughs> you've, you've lied. You've lied to me. <laughs> You tried to trick me. Um, I, I, I think I would literally like call you up and be like, "Did you actually get the cash? Because I'm hearing something different from Boss. If it's best right. friend, I'm probably like more inclined to reach out to figure out what's going on. If it's just some dickhead coworker, <laughs> I would just yeah, you don't like give a shit about them. No, because I actually, I would just be talking to the boss. Like my understanding is this. But if, yeah. if it's you, I I would be like, I wouldn't want to say something to get you fired immediately or whatever. So I'd probably reach out to you and ask what the fuck's going on. Right. And if you're like, no, I'm stealing, we would have a problem. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm stealing. I'll cut you in. <laughs> yeah, then we'd have a problem. I, it's, it's like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> and you need to, I would confront you and tell you, you need to go talk to them yeah. about this. Uh. That's fair. I like that. That's good. You're a very moral boy. I am because I'm so fucking blunt. I can't <laughs> be anything but... I, I can't play games as anything other than like like good or lawful good or whatever. It's funny. Actually, this is uh, an aside because rather than doing a pure content episode, of course, I'll fill it up with bullshit. There's a few things I really want to talk about that aren't like morally related at all just going out of my life. I love it. So I've been playing this new game because I tried to finish Pathfinder Kingmaker and I'm basically quitting because I'm fucking done. I'm at the end of the game and I'm <laughs> I'm too mad to keep going because the enemies are really? very tough and... It is, I can do it, but I'm a completionist. So like there's a, the main path. I can keep going on the main path, but I've just like, I'm so fucking done. It's like this dungeon and it's absolutely filled with like monsters that like when they hit, they drain strength. And I don't have enough clerics in my party to like fix it every time there's a fight with these fucking monsters. It's so annoying. <laughs> um, but then strength is drained and then your party's carrying too much equipment and then nobody can move and you have to drop all your equipment it's fucking bullshit anyways 
I so I started playing this <laughs> other game that came out, which is cool. It's called Celasta, and it literally uses D and D five point or fifth edition rules. Like okay, it's literally fifth edition rules. Like the Barbarian works is exact same as uh, like the player's handbook, which is fun. Um, so you get to make a party and then play all four of the party members. And so like, that's cool. when I did that, I like, I, I took the time and did my homework. So it's like, okay, now we, everybody has proficiency, like between the whole party, every skill is covered. Basically every language is covered. We all have different proficiencies, like smithing. Somebody has herbalism. Somebody has like spell crafting. Like we're all good. We're like, we, I've, I spent time covering my bases and then I tried to give them all personalities. So I made my barbarian like good, but kind of wild. I made uh, a ranger like really surly and greedy. And then like I made my mage like super haughty and like egotistical. And then my paladin like a very like by the book, like law abiding paladin. But the game has its own thoughts on that. So like you get to choose like, <laughs> like certain options in conversation, like, Oh, you like now it's like somebody can persuade, somebody can intimidate, whatever, in like this scenario. But like my my lawful good paladin is for whatever reason because of the background I picked, violent is one of their traits in conversation. Oh no! <laughs> there's a point where it's like I want to watch them kill each other in the middle of like a I was like, um, you're supposed to be really good. And my my dwarven ranger because I. I thought it was a neat combo and it, it works. Um, my Dwarven Ranger is such a fucking prick. Like he went up to like the bartender. It's like, your ale tastes like donkey piss. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, so I have some control over what they say, but they're kind of doing their own thing. And the, the voice of reason and like goodness in my party is the barbarian. It's like a fight's going to happen. And the barbarian's like, now everybody calm down. There's no reason to get angry. It's like, bruh. <laughs> it, it's so weird like that's morality is all fucked up and then my mage is i tried to make my mage like really greedy and me- egotistical because i was trying to i was thinking of them like because they're so like they're so smart kind of thing they're like they look down on everybody else but they're just like super helpful in all the conversations it's so annoying i picked like egotistical <laughs> and like um greedy or something as their traits but like every time in conversation, it's like, we should help these people. It's like, that's not what you're supposed to be like. <laughs> it's like everybody got like shifted one to the right. It's so weird. That is weird. Yeah. Why would they do that? I don't know, but it's fun because it's basically like I made a party and I get to do play them all in combat. But then like the conversations are kind of outside my control. It feels like I'm DMing them a little bit. Like, <laughs> anyways. Um, that, that, that that's good. also going on talking about moral stuff it's fun <laughs> game Celasta that's why I'm not playing Pathfinder uh, Kingmaker fuck fuck my friendship with Pathfinder Kingmaker is over and now I'm friends <laughs> now I'm friends with Celasta crown of the magister nice. it looks like ass and <laughs> it looks it looks like it's an original <laughs> Xbox game almost not really. It looks like oh, no. it's not great graphics. Everybody's old. Everybody's extremely wrinkly, and I couldn't fix it in the settings. And <laughs> and the voice acting is real funky. It's the voice oh, acting shit. for the main characters, great. Not at all what okay. I wanted for personality wise, but it's interesting because that means they had to do the lines like ten times each 
because there's like different right. voices. You can choose like different kinds of male voices or different kinds of female voices. And then there's different personalities. So they had to record these lines okay. so many times. It's so interesting. But that's hilarious. All the NPCs have terrible voice. Not terrible, but like really not great voice acting. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, um, so that's what's been going on in my life. The other thing, being a moral person. When you break something, you offer to fix it, right? Or replace it? Of course. Yeah. I was working out recently. And because I work out in my basement, and I actually don't have a whole lot of exercise equipment in terms of benches or anything like that, I was using yep. a wooden stool. Now, the seat's wooden, but the legs are metal. Why does this matter? Okay. Because I didn't want to sit on my couch while doing certain exercises or on an ottoman or something, because I don't want butt sweat in the furniture. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense to me, right? I, I went That's and fair. turned on Netflix. I put on some stand-up, which is apparently my favorite thing to do when I'm working out. I just watch stand-up because you can kind of tune That's in and out a little bit. That's so funny. Yeah, so I'm working out, having a couple laughs, trying to see why everyone's so mad at Dave Chappelle. I get why everyone's so mad at Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Turns out he's a turf. No joke. <laughs> I don't, well, maybe it is a joke, but it's not funny to me. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, um, no, genuinely, some of his, some of the stuff I've been listening to lately is half of it, him praising himself and like apologizing anything, or not ap- apologizing, excusing anything he's ever said ever, as well oh, no. as just not great jokes about groups of people that maybe you don't need to joke about. Maybe joke right. about something different. <clears throat> yeah. But, um, it, I, yeah, I know. I'm just another libtard, I guess. But, um, <laughs> so I'm there watching, not Dave Chappelle this time. I forget the guy's name. It's, uh, Anthony something. It's, Bourdain. It, it, what? No. Anthony Bourdain? No, he's dead, dog. He didn't do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cooking guy that killed himself. But, um. Oh. Yeah, so I'm there working out, having sensible giggles, you might even say. And right. the Anthony kill <laughs> Anthony Burdan's the first thing that comes up. <laughs> but it's not. I'm trying to find the guy's name. Where is it? Comedian. God damn! You've disra- You've derailed the episode. Oh, jealous neck. I wasn't even close. Jesselnik, Jesselnik, Anthony Jesselnik. All right, I'm watching Anthony Jesselnik. Extremely funny, in my opinion. Uh, maybe okay. he's got canceled since. I don't know, but I've, what I watched was really funny. Anyways, I'm watching Reasonable Chuckle. At this point, I'm using these fucking like elastic bands, you know, like the big, tough elastic bands, and I have them in yeah. around my hands, wrapped around my back, and I'm doing kind of like chest flies or whatever sitting up okay nice on a stool again not on an ottoman or the couch because i don't want butt sweat and back sweat or That's whatever fair. on the this furniture that people sit on i don't want to stink mm-hmm. up my basement like that i thought it, i was being smart anyways yeah even though this is not a machine even though this is just me and my backs <laughs> me and my back and my chest just working like that. It, I know it's a chest exercise, but bear with me. I, I mean, I have a straight. I have to keep my back straight and everything. Have good posture while I'm doing it. 
I planted my feet firmly on the ground. And I like really like strained against it. And this metal stool just fucking bent. I broke the stool (laughs) from bracing too hard. Uh, It's not even a machine. I don't know why I braced like that. But like I I just started sinking. And I'm like, what is going on? And before I know it, I'm just squatting. And the stool's just like, I'm not actually on the stool. The stool's just under my butt. I'm just squatting. I was like, what, oh, no. what happened? And so I just <laughs> broke it. And I, I brought Sydney down. And I had the stool upside down, just like on like the, the butt seat portion and like the legs stuck in the air. And I was like, Sydney, I'm sorry, I broke your stool. And she's like, it looks fine. And she flipped it over. And just like, it's at like a 45 degree <laughs> angle. And she's like, oh, I guess it's not. Like, oh, I was like, I'm sorry, I'll replace it. She's like, it's a $5 stool. Why were you working out on a $5 stool? Because I, like, I don't want butt sweat on my ottoman. Made sense to me. It makes sense. Yeah. So now I lift while watching comedians. I used to run on the treadmill playing Guitar Hero. I'm a fucking lunatic. <laughs> you I'm should start your well. own gym. Dude, just everything is. It's like, is this CrossFit? No. This is entertainment. It's fit. fun fit. This is fun fit. There you go. It's fun fit. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I actually really recommend playing Guitar Hero while on a treadmill, which is funny that I don't think I've seen any TikToks or anything of people doing st- stupid shit like that. But that is true. I I've never seen that. that because my problem with working out is it's so fucking boring. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> I don't enjoy work. I, I, the thing is, I do once I get started. I never want to. Um, but oh, when yeah. I'm actually doing it, I actually really enjoy it. Um, and to convince myself it's time to work out i have to do something fun so it's either guitar hero or uh <laughs> breaking stools now i guess that's fair I don't like make it. fat jokes it was it was fine the rest of the time it was only when i really <laughs> clenched like that <laughs> you're getting so strong that you just clenched so hard that it broke it's funny because i'm fully ignoring my legs uh lately <laughs> Because my st- house is so many fucking stairs, I don't need them. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah, so sorry. I want, There's no good way to get... I needed to talk about this. There's a few things that were just <laughs> percolating in my recent history that I wanted to talk about. Man, I love it. I love hearing about your uh, exploits in the world. I'm a weird person, aren't I? <clears throat> no, not at all. Are you sure? Because I showed something to my D&D group recently that um got uh, nobody thought it was interesting but i was fascinated i had read a story where somebody had a farm and um they it was like a really weird story where it's just somebody like recounted the time they were talking about llamas or something and a stranger came up to them when they heard they were talking about llamas and told them all about how they grew up on a farm that had two llamas and then a bunch of sheep and the sheep okay. thought the llamas were the shit. And like, there's two llamas and each sheep had its preferred llama and would just follow the llama around like a llama possum. Really? And I was thinking about that. Like, they're both like white and woolly, four-legged herbivores, but one's just kind yeah. of like taller, more slender. And that's when I realized that llamas are the elves of sheep. <laughs> 
And so I made a diagram with like a human woman and next to it was an elven woman. And then I drew a, sh- and then I had a picture of a sheep and next to it was a picture of a llama and there's arrows to clear- clearly indicate like, this is what this equals. And I showed my D and D group and they, they're like, I, I disagree. I don't think that at all. And I was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> was kind of, I, and the funny thing is I was a hundred percent sober. This sounds like something you would think of when you're extremely high. I was not. I was 100% stone cold sober. And that made me mad because it's like, listen, you guys, I was sober and I came up with this idea and I need you to appreciate what I've just thought of. You can pick. I have the picture saved in my (laughs) my computer. Oh my God. That should be a really good background. That's actually hilarious. I think it's really funny. (laughs) Don't ask me to expand. But. I can totally see it. Like I'm closing my eyes and I can picture it. You're not wrong. I that's what I they're, they're taller and graceful and like everyone thinks they're prettier or whatever. That llamas exactly. are that with sheep. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and nobody else is like I disagree. It's like, oh go fuck yourself. <laughs> Moral me this yeah, your D and D group's wrong. Yes, thank you. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> this is why you're my best friend is you give me the validation I need <laughs> uh, I love that that's that's amazing to be fair I was not sober when I originally came up with the idea I was sober <laughs> when I made the diagram and explained it but right before I went to sleep mm. one night I think I had a gummy that day and right nice. before I went to sleep for whatever reason I was thinking about llamas and I like was trying to call up a picture of a llama in my mind. And I, I was like, no, that's a sheep. It's like, it's a sheep, but longer and like more graceful. And I was like, oh, llamas are the elves of sheep. And I, I had that saved in my phone. And I just made a diagram to explain it to people. And that made it worse, apparently. I disagree with the D&D group. I'm disowning them all. Yeah, I think that's the only thing you can do. Yep. Man, I wish I could play D&D again. Oh my god, I miss it so much. Genuinely, I would recommend you play the Solasta game because it is literally just a substitute for D&D. It's good. Uh, it's on Game Pass, yeah. but uh Okay. I I'm like I'm so, <laughs> I'm usually like really kind of stingy with my money with games. I try to be kind of careful, which is true and it's also not true because there's been plenty of nights where I've had like a beverage or something and I'd be like the game's two dollars. I don't even need to think about it. I just bought a two dollar game and I'll never play it. That's happened a couple times because it's two dollars. I don't really care about it, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen very often. But like, so this game came out on Game Pass. I was like, I can't fucking wait to play Solasta. Gonna play me some D and D. And then like, I looked yep. up a couple things. Like, so it's like avoid playing humans because they don't have enough benefits to be worth it. Like, they're pretty useless. Okay. Which is true in this kind of version of D and D. Um, yeah, I went to start the game. Half orcs and barbarians are in their own DLC. They aren't. Per- they show you it in the game, but you can't play it unless you buy the D and D for like thirteen no. bucks. And I said, "Are you shitting me?" Like the only <laughs> the my favorite combo, both of which are locked behind a paywall, and actually the background I wanted to use for the character too. I was living. That's stupid. And so I bought it <laughs> for a, a game I had not even left the tutorial in because I made, instead of making my paladin, 
or my, my barbarian, I added a cleric to the party, and I started playing, and I went, you know what? Fuck this. I went back <laughs> and I bought it. And I started again. And I don't regret it. Nice. I'm glad you don't regret it. Those are the best stories when there's no regret. The game's not perfect, but it's good enough. The, the funny thing is, the bad voice acting and like the awkward animations, it's it's so weird. This sounds like a, such a weird cope on my part. But I, it's literally like, well, it's just like that your DM's not very creative. <laughs> it's how I'm interpreting It's like, yeah, well, if, if it was one guy doing all the voices, it would be kind of bad voice acting, wouldn't it? Like, it's so weird. I'm playing like this meta game on top of the game where I'm pretending it's somebody telling me a story. I am fully dissociated from my life now. I don't know what reality is anymore. Morals don't apply anymore oh shit that's good <laughs> oh man it sounds like a good game I might try it out I enjoy it nice alright uh, you know what's funny one of the other moral scenarios I had is a combination of two of the ones that you've put forward was <laughs> I was thinking what what would you do you're you're walking down you're downtown St. John's because we live in Newfoundland. We don't we forget to mention it sometimes. But uh, you know, we have to be like all homegrown, blah blah blah. Anyways, um, you're downtown St. John's. You are rounding a corner when a man in a ski mask bumps into you. And yep. he has a comically large burlap sack with a dollar sign on the side of it because he robbed a cartoon <laughs> bank. And from what I understand, they're like blue and they're like really tough. It's like almost like Kevlar or something. And they have like ink satchets satchets in them or whatever. Um, Anyways, you round the corner and a bank robber full on bumps into you and just shoves a like, not wad, but like a bundle of bills, you know, like has the paper thing on shoves a bundle of bills in your hands and says like have a good day and runs away there are no cameras no one sees this happen minutes later cops come by and they Mm -hmm. don't say anything they run past you they're looking for the bank robber do you do anything or what do you do oh man that one's tough like, the bank robber does not uh, threaten you. They do not say, don't tell anybody. They literally just shove money at you, presumably for bumping into you, and just keep yeah. running. Hmm. I probably have to give the money back. Oh. <laughs> Come on. I don't know if I'd be able to live with it. I'd definitely be like, he ran that way. But, like... Would I give the money back? Oh, man. I'm not even asking you that. That's I'm just asking one. what do you do? I would definitely be like, he ran that way. I would point for sure. That's fair. Because he could have shot somebody at the bank for all you know. Yeah, it could it could be one of those, uh, you know, Spider-Man situations where Uncle Ben's laying outside. I was literally thinking about that. <laughs> Yeah, I think I would definitely have to give them away. 
Ah, uh, yeah, the you money, give them away, but do you, what do you do with the money? You keep the money? Uh, Is it man, already in your know. hoodie pouch? No, I think I would, I think more, I think I would have to give it back. Hoping that maybe they would give me a reward or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a crime expert, but they, I think they know, like, the sequence of bills that were stolen. Yeah, so exactly. You couldn't deposit or use those bills at a bank without it getting noticed. But if you just kept, say, like $10,000 and you just took money out of it for the rest of your life, just like every once in a while, you just spent that somewhere. I mean, you know, you're not like alarms aren't going to go off at Tim Hortons if you <laughs> try to buy something like and you're yeah. using this bill. They would have to check it. It would have to be checked for it to be noticed. That is true. So no, I'm, I no, probably like, would no 16 year old at Tim Hortons is going to check the bill to see if it's real or not. They're all they're, They'll check counterfeit bills. I've had my bills checked before uh, for like really? counterfeit or not. Cause I worked a job before where I got paid in cash a lot and, um, okay. uh, I got paid in hundred dollar bills a lot. So I used to, oh, uh, shit. I, it was a legal job. I should, I don't know. It's not, <laughs> I got paid in hundred dollar bills a lot. And so uh, I would go to spend it and people would look at me like I was a fucking asshole, especially like in a bar or something. And people like, was like, why don't you buy a round? It's like, why don't you fuck off? <laughs> These are my wages. Yeah, I'm not rich. <laughs> yeah, so I've had like my money be checked if it's counterfeit or whatever before. Happens less in the polymer okay. money age, but still. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, no, I think I would give it back. What do you, What would you do? I said I wouldn't. I absolutely wouldn't. Oh. I'd be pulling out of it nope. for the rest of my life. I just not like all at once. I wouldn't take it to the bank and deposit it. It's like every time okay. I wanted to go to the movie, it's I'm taking a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> that pays for about half of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, the movies are very expensive. The movie companies are definitely not moral. No. Like, the studios aren't, because I've heard of, like, creative Hollywood accounting, where it's, like, everything's a flop because they make more money, like, on the insurance. Like, if it's not a blockbuster, then it's, like, a flop. They have to account, like, they to recoup their money, they, you know, do all this stuff. Because right. a lot of the time, people are paid on, like, percentages and stuff, and they try to, like, squeeze that for everything to make sure people don't actually yeah. get paid. It's very scummy. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of wages, I got another one for you. It's a green text. Uh-huh. Nice. Let's hear it. Being me. Text. <laughs> I don't know why I'm coming at it. It's such a sad energy. Be <laughs> me. Wage cuck who worked, who hates his shitty job at shitty megacorp. My pay is shit. I have asshole managers and dumb fuck colleagues. I find a new job that pays well. I don't even, I don't even announce my leave at shit corp. I just don't show up there for two weeks before starting my new job. I get scared of them calling me, and I feel like an asshole, but fuck it. They had it coming. And the entire two weeks goes by without a call. They must know I quit. I'm at my new job. I'm actually happy at work. Boss is funny as hell and smart. Colleagues are even competent. And we do st- we do stuff outside of work. And I'm even dating a sexy redhead woman. All right, now it's fake. Uh, look at for my first paycheck. <laughs> and Shit Corp is still paying me. 
I guess he's looking in his bank. What? Should I say something? Nah. <laughs> Months go by. And Shitcorp keeps paying me. I get out of work oh, early no. and decide to go into Shitcorp. It's the usual stuff going on. Colleagues talk to me like nothing happened. What the hell? <laughs> Do I just tell them I quit or wait until they figure it out? Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm thinking you weren't very well liked at your job. If nobody yeah, really. Cared oh, you just had a job that meant months. nothing. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> yeah, really. What kind of job was this where he did nothing for months and it wasn't noticed? Yeah, it, like, I guess it must be one of those things where there's, like, a steady supply of work, and you're one of the people that handles some of it, but it's, like, right. an, an, like a call center. Like, there's always going to be calls coming in or whatever, and so, like, yeah. nobody can count all the calls. Like, that's all a system thing. But, like, most places have you, like, log your time or whatever. Yeah. So, it, it must really be a shit corporation. Like, no infrastructure, no oversight. Nobody's looking at these spreadsheets like, damn, team, team three's productivity's gone down a bit, significantly <laughs> so, I would say. Like, they're down a person, almost. I wonder yeah, when the Anon sick leave will be over. <laughs> He's been out for a while. Oh, shit. I think, oh, man. Maybe you just go in and put your two weeks notice in now. <laughs> Yeah, I think that'd be really funny, because then, like, <laughs> I, I've heard it's, like, where you could get sued to recoup these kind of things, but, like, I don't think, I don't think there's actually much of a case there. I'm not a legal expert, but I've heard that that, like, there's nothing that can be done in some of these cases. Yeah. It's, like, <clears throat> you paid, like, they're not obligated to return it. Like, they just, it's, they received a gift, basically, or whatever. Like, they're not saying right. they worked those hours. You're paying them. Um, yeah, I you see it every once in a while. I've seen one recently where somebody working some job in the middle of like it was like I don't want to say the, the a rude thing, but like they're working like in a third world country, and there was like an accounting error, and they got paid. It was something like two hundred and eighty six times their salary got paid out on one paycheck. So they Holy quit, shit. took everything out of the bank, and left the country. <laughs> like, they swip, they swapped banks and everything and just left. Did not return the money. So, wow. <laughs> I, personally, we should all be so lucky. But um, <laughs> that could be happening in your bank, your bank account right now. And it just came out before you noticed. <laughs> but, like, <sighs> we, I, I guess I would be... The only reason why I think I would tell anybody about these issues is like to try to avoid getting sued or something oh absolutely i think think that would always play on my mind it would all it would be worth i guess lawyering up just go into a a lawyer's office and say i got paid this i haven't worked there in like ages they're still paying me can i just keep it like just actually have a conversation (laughs) with a lawyer probably that's, yeah. it's boring but that's probably the best advice <laughs> and so if the lawyer I that, says yeah, i think that's good, the only thing you can do would you keep it if the lawyer says you're good would you keep it i mean if the lawyer said then yeah probably so you're okay they know with the law. stealing 
Yeah, but I mean, if the lawyer said it's okay, then it's not stealing, right? Because, yeah. I mean, the lawyer knows the law. Yeah. I trust yeah. lawyer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, why wouldn't you? Lawyer not giving you ethical, any reason not, not to. moral. Exactly. <laughs> That's one of those fantasy If the things. ethics are fine, then my moral compass is okay. God, it'd be like waking up out of the fucking Matrix to have, like... Your sat, <laughs> like not even like your weekly wage. Your two hundred and sixty times, or the one I saw was like two hundred eighty six times their salary. Like yeah, that's wild. So literally, think about it, your salary. You're not gonna work two hundred years in your life, hopefully. <laughs> so like, just yeah, I get to retire and do whatever I want. <laughs> like bye bye, bye bye. Yep, I'll go to See Bermuda. Bye bye. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, catch me down in Barbados where the, they don't extradite or something. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so imagine that happened. And yeah. then, like, so you left left the country, just bounced. I'm in Barbados hanging out with Rihanna. Yeah. And then you read in the news that this company just shut down. Because <laughs> they lost too much money. They just couldn't recoup. Would you I feel would guilty? Definitely, I would definitely feel bad. And I feel like you could make the argument, like, well, I didn't ruin those people's lives. But as a result... That was of accounting's happened, fault. <laughs> as, uh, the, as a result of what happened, the accounting error the company made, these people have all lost their jobs, and I've benefited. Right. I would feel bad. But... At the same time, you didn't do it. You could have fixed it. That's a different issue. You could fix it. And you're choosing not to. But guess what? This is probably like, if it's like, think about it like it's Amazon or something. Would you give a fuck? I like, when I was an edgier teenager, I used to say like, I wouldn't feel bad about like stealing a TV from Walmart. Because it's just like, it's a big mega corporation. But at the end of the day, there's like an owner operator of that store. So Walmart, while well, I think yeah. like Walmart as a company's bad, you're still like attacking the people, like the individuals. Right. It's like you could disagree with the politics of a country, but you can't hate the people that live there. That's a different thing. Yeah, So exactly. Like if that's what it feels like, it's like, yeah, fuck Walmart, fuck Amazon. But it's like, <laughs> oh man, that guy has to answer to Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> He enters the th- the throne room. There's the floor is lined with polar bear pelts. <laughs> Jeffrey, atop a giant ivory throne, the work of a hundred elephants. Just, where's that's my... an interesting concept. <laughs> what? Because do you think like I said that's interesting? Because do you think people like? I'm not saying Jeffrey Bezos specifically. But people like him, you know, all those top top tier business people. What do you think their morals are? <laughs> They're all they are all actual sociopaths. You have Yeah, to, like non existent morals, you, right? Like yes, because you don't get there you cannot be an ethical billionaire. Like, in theory it can happen. It does not happen. And it will not happen. Yeah. Like uh, Elon Musk, he's not a self-made man. His dad runs Emerald Mines. I don't know if you. I'm not. I'm not going to pretend <laughs> to be an expert. Generally speaking, these kinds of precious gemstones 
They're expensive. And they work people to death to pull them out of the ground. Especially when it happens not, like, in a first world country. So. Yeah. Yeah, Like, you know what I mean? Let's go watch fucking um, the Leonardo DiCaprio joint where he has AIDS. Uh, Blood uh, Diamond? Blood Diamond. (laughs) It was right there in the name, I guess. I should have. No, because we call them conflict diamonds now. Right. But uh, it, you know what I mean? Like, that's such a small thing. Like, so if like the money's already coming from a bloody place and I'm not saying I'm not trying to pick on Elon Musk. It's not exactly punching down, though, if I was. But like, <laughs> you cannot ethically become a billionaire because like, yeah. think about like all these stories of like, like union busters at Amazon and like the shitty work conditions. It's like you got to be a billionaire because you nickeled and dimed every step of the way to just accumulate more, be a more efficient capitalist machine. Efficiency does not like typically does not mean morals. Like what was the first thing I said? The, The good thing is usually the pain in the ass. It's the hard one. It's the, it's the hard thing to do. It would be right to give, I don't know, Amazon workers a fan so they don't die of like heat stroke in the, the <laughs> distribution center or whatever. But that costs money, don't it? And I gotta pay all the electricity to keep the fucking fan going. Why should I care about this human being with needs? Like, <laughs> so, fuck, like, you know, eat the eat the rich. Ah, just end with that. Eat the rich. Mark Cuban's yeah, fine. Mike, Mark Cuban gets a pass just because of that drug company he made. Did you hear nice. about that? No. So Mark Cuban made a drug company, and I don't know if it's finalized because it's been in the news for forever, and maybe it won't pan out. But from what I understand, Mark Cuban, the guy from like Shark Tank and all that, he yeah, yeah. um he started a drug company, a pharmaceutical company that he charges a fifteen percent markup on drugs. So basically, he charges cost and enough to keep the lights on in this company. Um, okay. So like he sells drugs uh, and he cannot get insurance involved. If you buy from them, you cannot go through insurance because right. it's so cheap. Because if he went through insurance, the way like their system works, you have to have a certain level of markup for parity so that like you're not just undercutting all the other companies, basically. It's some kind of agreement that insurance companies have. But okay, So you can buy your drugs through him, but you have to pay out of pocket for it. But... Drugs that cost sometimes thousands of dollars, you can buy for dozens of dollars through his company. Wow. Like, insulin. That's impressive, yeah. Like, uh, that's one that, I like, really, like, gets me. It's, like, people that have diabetes just get shafted because, like, even, like, in Canada, where we're all healthcare and it's it's all great, you know, no no notes, no notes. But, like, (laughs) they still have to pay so much for for different types of uh, accoutrements. And sometimes insulin and stuff to live and they didn't get a say in it like obviously some people no, fat true. shame and talk about like type 2 diabetes or whatever and that only happens to fat people that's a myth uh but like it and it's like it's not it's not because of your lifestyle like it's often associated with lifestyle but it, it's also other things and that's not even getting into right. type 1 people like the, the the blameless diabetes some people think about it but like it's <laughs> Again, these are myths. It's I'm saying it hyperbolically, but like, it's 
they have to pay more and it's not their fault. It's just bullshit. Like, they have to do it to live. It's not for comfort. It's not like... No, like they'll die without it. Like, and I'm not, I'm, I am no, by no means am I speaking for other people and how their bodies work. But there's some things that are more optional than other things. Chemo drugs and insulin, like from what I understand, since pharmaceutical companies, like these are like the drugs they're talking about. It's not just like, we need cheaper Viagra. It's about like uh, <laughs> keeping people alive have, have, so people can afford to live. And it's like, damn, Mark Cuban. Good job. Yeah, that's pretty moral. That's so we a, get to, that's a moral thing that he did. That's good. Eat the rich, except Mark Cuban. <laughs> I like it. I'm on board. As much as I want to have a nice Cuban sandwich. <laughs> uh, that's good. All right, let's hear one last green text because we're getting to that time. I'm out of moral green text now. Oh man. All right. We, do you have any more moral? stories uh let me check i'm thinking about that poor guy that i facilitated cheating on with (laughs) how did i i don't think i phrased that right i didn't i didn't fuck a dude and cheat on him or something i (laughs) i i fucked his girlfriend and i feel bad about it i think she should feel worse but i feel kind of bad yeah i think she should definitely feel worse oh totally hypothetical situation Okay. You are an amateur paleontologist. All right. Your kid, like most children, loves dinosaurs. Of course. You go to Alberta. You go out to the Badlands and you're going to visit that dinosaur museum. And I can't remember the name of the town or whatever where it's in. But anyway, you go to the dinosaur museum in the Badlands where there's a lot of fossils. Right. You go on this hike. The whole purpose of this hike is to show you where they find fossils. And you're going to take the kids out. And it's going to be a fun afternoon. You're going to be looking for fossils. Wouldn't that be neat? Yeah. And your kid uh, of finds one. Of now, course he does. You were told you have to report any fossils and show them where you found it. This is to further the study and preserve the history of these creatures. Yep. You examine the fossil. Your kid is found. And you are 100% certain. In your capacity as an amateur. Paleontologist. This is. A normiosaurus. I've just come up with that term. But my point is. It is the most basic of dinosaurs. Everybody understands this. There's millions of these fossils. This is like a right. tube. That's kicking around. You are sure. Yep. That the museum or natural history museum or whatever must have thousands of these. Do you let your kid keep it? Your kid wants to keep it. (laughs) This is the highlight of your kid's life. Uh, I mean, I guess. What's the harm? Hey, scientific (laughs) progress is the harm. How dare you? You're not an expert. You're only an amateur paleontologist. Where do you get off? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, no, I'd probably give it back. I'd probably be like, hey, kid found it. Right Tyler? There. <laughs> this was not a hypothetical. I've changed the details. My father is not an amateur 
paleontologist. <laughs> I, on a birthday, went to, uh, like, uh, one summer my family was traveling across the country. And my birthday happened when we were in Alberta. And we went to the Badlands. We went to this dinosaur museum. And we went outside the museum. <laughs> Basically, went on a hike outside the museum. And I straight up found a fossil, one of the first rocks I flipped over. I, nice. I could see like a tooth or bone or something on it. Yeah. And I immediately, because without question, I'm such a good little boy, I sh- immediately <laughs> tell, not my parents, one of the guide people. And they're like, you can't keep that. You need to put it back and we'll put a flag by it so somebody can find it later. <laughs> and both my parents were like, why did you tell someone <laughs> Like, you could have taken that. Oh, my God, my dude. And I didn't find any others. With this new knowledge of mine, I went looking for more. Could not find any. Oh, man. I sadly leave my fossil there. Um, now, I think my parents are both moral and ethical people. But they definitely are like, what's the f- one fucking tooth going to harm? Now, that said, everybody <laughs> always did that. If there wasn't already, like, a catalog of these, then nobody... Yeah would get to the benefit. If you went to one of those beaches where there's no sand, it's just sea glass, and everyone's like, that's really cool. I'm going to take a couple. But everybody that goes to the beach takes a couple. Eventually, you don't have right. a sea glass beach. So I could understand. Yeah, that actually, that whole scenario of the sea glass beach actually happened here. Um, like a town fairly close to the town that I just moved to. There's yeah. literally a beach. It's called Glassy Beach. And it's just all sea glass. But everybody always goes there and takes all the good stuff, like all the blues and greens and shit. Yeah, so it's just beer bottle. So now it's just all just clear glass. Uh, (laughs) Clear is better than beer bottle brown, I guess. That's true. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, like I, and and that's how I kind of look at it. Is you know what if that was a new dinosaur or whatever that that never been found and nobody would have known had a kid just taken it and. It's like the kid's not going to do anything with it. It's just a curio that lives on their shelf. Whereas like yep. maybe it could actually lead to some kind of discovery. That um, is true. I mean. So I do think the moral thing is to do what I did because I'm an idiot child that does as told. <laughs> I would have been a good altar boy. But like it's like it would have been um, really I really thought that would get a reaction from you. But <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> So, I I do see, like, it was the correct thing to do, but it would have been cool to have a fossil. That is true. It would have been cool. But what would you have done with it? Just lay it on your shelf? That's what I'm saying, but it's like... Yeah. It would have been a cool talking piece for when you brought those ladies home, though. Look at my fossil. (laughs) Yeah. It's not the only bone you're going to be looking at tonight. This one's millions of years old. I'm trying to think of another joke, and I'm really I'm trying really hard. I was I was thinking like one one has lasted millions of years, and a one's only going to last five minutes. <laughs> oh no, that's not very generous. I thought we were friends. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know who the most popular dinosaur was? I don't know. A lick a lot of puss. <laughs> Uh, I bet he was pretty, uh, pretty, 
pretty important back in the day. <laughs> important <laughs> for our research. <sighs> oh, God. All right. Well, I guess we'll call it there. That was great. A lot of good moral stuff. We learned a lot about each other. Yeah, I suppose we did. <laughs> Honestly, your, all your answers are pretty much what I expected. Most of it's me just trying to egg you on to change your answer one way or the other. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you would have I, said. I think I, the actually, I guess it's it's funnier if you give the bad answer. So I have to try to walk you towards that each time. That is true. That is true. Uh, thank you, Saban, for the use of your song, You Don't. Great tune. Find that on freemusicarchive.com. Follow us on Instagram at the Pod and email us at the Pod at gmail.com. And uh, thanks for burgling in. Thanks for argling. Bye. All right. Hit us with a short. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. (laughs) Be me. Watching typical meme compilation on YouTube. A wild funny appeared. And I attempt to slap my knee. And I miss and I end up high-fiving my testicles. <laughs> oh shit! I did that. That once, is the worst. But it wasn't during a. Oh, I've done that. Uh, <laughs> it happened during sex. <laughs> she told me to slap her ass, and I. <laughs> there's actually a really good. There's a good meme I've seen about this. <laughs> It's to oh, the tune God. of Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Breathing in the ash and dust. Slap Mr. Ass and I slap my nuts. <laughs> Which is exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, shit. That's I guess good. I had it coming and she had me coming. Oh god, that's good. You said you slapped yourself in the nuts before? (laughs) How? (laughs) What did you do? Me? Yeah. Probably just the same thing that this guy did. Just literally a knee slapper? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah, man. I thought knee It seems like meme. I don't know. I didn't think those were real. I thought that was just things people said that happened. No, I've definitely slapped my knee from laughing so hard. I guess. I suppose I probably have too. It's weird. <laughs> it's an involuntary action. Why happens. is that? I don't know. I guess Why? you're trying to slap yourself back into real life. Slap back <laughs> to reality? There you go. All right. <laughs> See you later. See ya. I almost <laughs> said I love you. Bye bye. <laughs>